I woke up out of this very vivid lucid dream I was in, and I was in my bedroom in the air four feet over my bed. And I sat up in the air, and I looked around my bedroom, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm out of my body. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist On Leg. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to talk about parapsychology, which is where people get into the study of esoteric things, and it's all part of studying psychics and paranormal activity. You know, many people are getting into new age and practicing acts like lucid dreaming, seances, and astral projection, which are all things that are mentioned in scripture for mankind not to engage in. But what happens when someone doesn't listen? They go down that pathway. Today, you'll hear from Stephen Bankars, who made hundreds of thousands of dollars being a teacher and experiencer in parapsychology and was a YouTube influencer in these practices until he found the original root of it that today, he says, is completely demonic. Let's lean in and understand why he came to that conclusion. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Stephen, it's great to have you because I understand that you didn't always start out as a teacher of esoteric things in the New Age realm, but rather you grew up as a Bible-believing Christian. Tell us about that. Yeah, I was born and raised in a Christian household. I was homeschooled under a Christian curriculum. I was in Christian private school, too. I was just always in church. I was read Bible stories before bed, like my whole life centered around Christianity as I was growing up. And despite this, I never really had a real personal relationship with the Lord. It was just something I was kind of associated with. Mm. And when I was in about grade nine, I started to get a hold of, you know, alien abduction stories and some conspiracy theories involving like Roswell and what is called ancient astronaut theory, which completely blew my mind because I had grown up as, you know, a six-day creationist with this Christian worldview, and now I'm confronted with all these new ideas about there being, you know, life all throughout our solar systems out in other galaxies and how they've been visiting us and, like, having interactions with people and with ancient cultures. And this, for me, really challenged the worldview I had been raised with. And to be quite frank, you know, a lot of times, even Christians now, they're confronted with things like this and they don't really know how to handle it because it is pretty controversial. And this, for me, basically threw out Christianity as my template to work with. And I just started basically going off the deep end. Wow, that is crazy. So you grew up in a Christian household, and then all these new ideas you started taking in instead when you got older. Now for our audience, what is parapsychology anyway? Describe a little bit about how you turned from a biblical worldview to another worldview. So one of the things that I was really interested in was the evidence or the supposed evidence for reincarnation. Hmm. There was a lot of work coming out of someone named Dr. Ian Stevenson, and there was a research journal called the Journal of Scientific Exploration. And in this journal, there was like peer-reviewed journal articles on some of the evidence that he had compiled for reincarnation. 
And obviously now I know how to interpret this in the correct light, but at the time I was completely sold out. I believed in past life, past life hypnotherapy, where there's a book called The Journey of Souls filled with apparent testimonies of people going under hypnosis and retrieving these very distant memories in their soul mm. of having lived in other people's bodies on earth and then having left their body after death and gone to like some neutral spirit world where they assessed their life went through a life review, chose the next life they wanted, and then came back and reincarnated. And for me, this was my theory of afterlife that I was working with. And I also believed in pantheism. I believe that God was everywhere, not in the sense that God is omnipresent, but that God is the substance of everything in creation. I believe that God was the nature of my innermost self. God was the nature of the universe because I believe that God was not a personal being outside of time and space looking down on us. But I believe that God was the substance of creation itself. Wow. This is called pantheism and panentheism. And I just got really deep into all kinds of false theology, different theories of consciousness, mind science, astral projection. I had a few experiences where I was dabbling a little too far in the occult. And, you know, you open yourself up to some demonic stuff when you do this. And I ended up encountering what I believed to be a demon who had red skin, wearing a red cloak. And I was in a very lucid dream. And he had a third eye and he opened his third eye at me. It sounds ridiculous, but it's what happened. And he opened his third eye at me and... I woke up out of this very vivid, lucid dream I was in, and I was in my bedroom laying down in the air four feet over my bed, and I sat up in the air, and I looked around my bedroom, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm out of my body. And then when I realized that I was out of my body, I tried to fight to go back into my physical body, and I couldn't go back in. It took me like three or four minutes of fighting to finally get back into my body, and that happened another time later. But I was really into some dark, esoteric, demonic stuff. It was bad. Mm. This is fascinating that you're sharing here because I know you just experienced this firsthand. People get involved in these types of things thinking it's just harmless, but that isn't your experience. As you were toying with the spiritual realm, you saw the third eye thing. Did you at that time know you were looking at a demon? No, I didn't know at the time that it was a demon. It had a sinister smile at me, like, I caught you or I got you, that kind of a smile. Whoa. And at the time, I believed, like in New Ageism, these beings, they're given the title negative astral entity. We can just call them what they are now. They're demons. But the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual powers and authorities in the heavenly places, meaning in different realms and spiritual realms. And for me, when I saw this being, I thought it was just maybe a guide that was helping me along my journey here on earth. I was completely just twisted. I actually went to a new age conference and expo and I asked the panel there, I told them about my experience. And I asked this panel of, you know, apparent experts in new age delusion. <laughs> I asked them, you know, who was this being? Right. And one of the answers that I got was that it could have been the spirit of a Native American person. And they were asking me if I had Native American genealogy or history in my past, but I thought it was just a being that was there to help me and guide me through my journey. It didn't occur to me that it was a demon. I just didn't have that frame of reference. Hmm. It's interesting how it was being interpreted immediately as a spirit of your past. And even more, it seems like people were urging you to continue to seek this spirit 
as if the spirit was harmless, which you found out later that there was something wrong. Exactly. I think there are some who are listening now who would say that they've dabbled into some of these things you're mentioning and would say that if it works fine for them, what's the problem? What would you say to them? Oh, I would say make sure that you're aware that this stuff is not just false, it's real. It's both false and real, and that's what makes it dangerous, is there is a reality to these things. Hmm. When we're working with things like tarot cards and when we're using crystals, when we're doing Reiki, when we're doing past life regressions, when we're doing any of these kind of occultic or esoteric things, you're engaging with a spiritual reality, and you're doing this unprotected because you don't have the authority of Jesus protecting you and giving you a covering and directing you. You are fully exposed and you're opening yourself up to their realm and their playing ground. They don't have to play by your set of rules. And for me, I didn't want to meet this being. I didn't want this being to pull me out of my body. In fact, I was so scared before I went bed that night because of what I just felt in my spirit, something was going to happen. I slept with a Bible under my pillow. Wow. I would research the occult and then I'd put a Bible under my pillow because I wanted to feel safe. But then I had these weird experiences of sleep paralysis where I'd wake up paralyzed in bed and feel like I'm being choked and I can't breathe. Hmm. This stuff is real and things like rosaries, having a cross in your bedroom or a Bible, that can't protect you. Only the blood of Christ can protect you. And so when you're diving into these things and the occult, it's real and it's dangerous because you're basically fair game. You are entering into their realm and they'll do with you what they please, I guess. Wow, Stephen, thanks so much for helping us to understand the reality of the spiritual realm you used to engage in. And I'm so excited to hear more how Jesus Christ delivered you from a lot of issues from living this lifestyle. Thanks so much for joining us. Awesome. Hold tight. Some big things to talk about right after the short break. Do you have a friend or family member struggling with their faith or life in general? You can share these powerful stories today. Just look us up at The Real Life Radio Show with Onley. That's spelled A-N-H-L-E. We are on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and more. We are also on YouTube at The Real Life Radio Show. You can hear these testimonies and watch our new content. Help us spread the word. Thank you for being a faithful listener. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at www.therealliferadioshow.com. That's www.therealliferadioshow.com. Please help us to expand the reach of these shows. We couldn't do it without you. More Real Life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? Now for me, as a former atheist, I used to think that all this psychic stuff and, you know, this supernatural paranormal experiences, I thought they were just folklore or superstitions. <laughs> but after talking to Stephen, I did some research and I found out that doctors are actually giving credence to this parapsychology stuff. They've acknowledged its existence. And you know, the Bible itself acknowledges the existence of mediums, necromancy, witchcraft, all these things as well. But the Bible warns us against seeking these things out. You can find that God instructed the Israelites, who were his chosen people, 
not to engage in seeking out these spiritual esoteric experiences. It's written in Deuteronomy chapter 18, 9 through 14. When you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. It's talking about those spiritual things. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices witchcraft, or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, see? Or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are what? An abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. Whoa. (laughs) You shall be blameless before the Lord your God. For these nations which you will dispossess, listen to soothsayers and diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God has not appointed such for you. Beloved, Stephen was engaging in modern witchcraft, toying with ideas that opened himself to the spiritual realm. What about you? Have you opened up yourself to these things? Father God, I'm praying right now that you would give us understanding of why you are telling us not to engage in these things. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. You can shop online at www.therealliferadioshow.com and click on our merch page. Shop clothes, mugs, backpacks, and more. See you next time.